persistent imagination, centered in the feeling of the wish fulfilled, is the secret of all successful operations. This alone is the means of fulfilling the intention. Every stage of man's progress is made by the conscious, voluntary exercise of the imagination. Hello friends, before we begin today's lecture, I want to let you know about my Unlock God Mode experience and the special May 2024 cohort that we're going to be doing this upcoming month. Unlock God Mode is a unique 10-hour audio course that invites you on a powerful journey of awareness, intention, consciousness, and manifestation. Inside the course, you'll be taught powerful tools and manifestation frameworks to help you unlock the next level of your reality, up-level your creation skills, deepen your relationship with yourself, and develop a limitless mind, and also tap into absolute faith and trust in the divine. We are about to begin the May 2024 Unlock God Mode cohort, so for anyone who joins Unlock God Mode this week, you will be added to the May 2024 group coaching calls. These are bonus weekly group calls with me and other members of the group, and I'll only be doing them this May. Also, as a bonus, for those that join this week, you'll receive a one-on-one personal coaching call with me to help you with any challenges or goals that you have. So head over to unlockgodmode.xyz or use the link in the show notes to lock in your spot in the Unlock God Mode experience. For those that join, this will be an extraordinary life-changing, transformative experience for you, and I'm so excited to have you in the group. I hope to see you inside the course, and now, enjoy this episode. So I am telling you, you rearrange the structure of your mind. That's all you do. It doesn't differ from Einstein's mind. There's only one mind. There's only one God. There's only one Lord. Listen to it. One body, one spirit, one hope, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of us all, who is above all, through all, and in all. If he's in you, that's the same one with the one body, the one spirit. So I'm not using a different mind. It's the same mind, but differently arranged. Go into one room and you see that someone doesn't know what to do with their furniture. Bring someone in who knows how to set a room. Come back an hour later after she's through with it. And you will think you're in an diff- entirely different home. My wife used to pull that on me all the time. I'd come home and think I've stopped into the I've just stepped into the entirely strange apartment. I wonder if I'm really at home. And she was hiding some other place. She had completely rearranged the structure of the furniture. It looked like an entirely different home. But she had that sense how to do it. And so she did it. So with what you have, all you need is exactly what you have. For you have the mind of God. It's not a different mind, the same mind. And you simply rearrange the mind by a mere assumption. What would the feeling be like, were it true, that I am now the man that I want to be, now the woman that I want to be? But you're, it's added, but persevere. You must persevere in it. 
If I call you now and you answer, one thing. Well, will you respond an hour later to the same call? Then if you persevere, you will. If now, an hour later, you think of yourself as you now, when you dare to assume that you are now the man that you want to be. An hour later, are you still assuming that state? If you're not, you're not persevering. You are the hearer who looked into the mirror with his natural face and he saw it. Then he went his way and at once forgot what he looked like. So if one hour from now you're not still assuming that you are the man that you want to be, you've forgotten. You are the hearer and not the doer. And he warned of the vast difference between being a hearer and being a doer. The doer acts. God only acts and is in existing beings or men. So bear in mind that your wonderful world is not bounded by your senses. You perceive far, far more than your sense, no matter how acute it is, could discover. Your senses can't discover what now you're capable of assuming that you are. Your senses dictate what reason will allow. And your reason and your senses are bound together. Go beyond it. For what you now know from experience, what you know from the past will not be what you will know when you know more than you now know. But having done it and proven it, I know more than I did when I was bounded by my senses. When I couldn't get out of a certain island on time to meet a commitment in Milwaukee, I knew what I did in the army. I simply applied the identical thing, and I got out. Well, it was a long, long waiting list, thousands waiting for all the islands, and only two little ships, not big ships, two small little ships, one carrying out more than 60-odd passengers, and one carrying in 120 and thousands waiting, and they only came once a month into the island. One every 32 days, and one every uh, three and a half weeks. How long would it take to get them all out? I didn't ask anyone a favor. Didn't ask my brother, who was a powerful businessman in the island. He criticized me for not arranging passage back to America when I left America. But that's the place where you should have done it. That's the powerhouse of the world, New York City. That's where all these things are done. And you dare to leave New York City when you could have arranged a round trip. And you come here on a one-way ticket. Well, I didn't ask any favors of him or any favors of any, any member of the family. I simply did exactly what I did in the army. And in 24 hours, I was called by the Alcoa Company and given my passage. Over thousands who were waiting. Isn't my concern why she did it? Or why someone else didn't get it in preference to mine. And I'm, my name is done at the very bottom. I wasn't at the top. I'm at the bottom of the list. It isn't my concern. I look into the perfect law. The law of liberty. And I persevered. I sat in a chair in my hotel room. And there I sat in the chair. And as soon I am next to the boat. I'm climbing up the gangplank. Yes, before we had a deep water harbor. So you had to go off to sea about maybe a half mile or a mile to sea on a little tender and then take the gangplank and, and go up to the ship. So I felt myself bobbing as you would on the ocean and then moving up the gangplank. I could smell the rawness 
of the sea. Got up to the top. My mind wandered. I brought it back down again and did it all over again. It wandered, brought it back down again. Kept on doing it over and over until finally I did it. I fell sound asleep sitting in the chair in the act of doing. Next day, Alcor calls me and gives me my passage for my wife and my little girl. So I'm telling you from experience, it doesn't fail, but we must not simply be hearers of the word. We must be doers of the word. For if you are a hearer and not a doer, you deceive yourself, he tells you. For we are the operant power. This law doesn't operate itself. It doesn't care if you're good, bad, or indifferent. Look around the world. Who would think that tonight someone serving life sentence in our jail is the same mind that sits in the White House? Who would think the one who sits now in the Vatican, that mind of the Pope is the same mind of the one who is groveling on his belly, trying to kiss his hand? So on Sunday, there'll be Palm Sunday, and they'll do all these things on Palm Sunday, the Holy Palm. And then comes Friday. Then comes Sunday. And all this will go on and have all the show, fabulous show. And he who is being born on the backs of strong, strapping men does not differ from those who are his slaves bearing him. The same mind. But they have rearranged their mind to be slaves. And he has arranged his mind to be the father, to be papa, the great pope. Same mind. There is only one mind in the world. There aren't two minds. That's why I can tell you, I know that when he stands before you, he will know you as his father. And you will know him as your son. And because I know him, as my son, are we not one mind? Are we not one being? When the same being who called me father will one day call you father, are we not the same father? The same mind, the same spirit, the same body, without loss of identity. So I'm telling you tonight, try it. Try it every moment of time. You know tonight what you want to be. I don't care what you want to be. It's simply a rearrangement of the mind. And you rearrange the mind not through any study and any uh, so effort. It's simply a mere assumption. What do I want to be? Get it clear in my mind's eye. Well, then assume that I am it. Listen to the words in the book of Joel. Let the weak man say, I am strong. Let the weak man say, I am strong. That's in the book of Joel. Jehovah God is what the word would mean, Joel. You're called upon when you are dumb to assume that you are exactly what you want to be. Not dumb, because you don't want to be that. You want to be as free as the wind. Well, assume that you are. May I tell you in a way that no one knows you'll become it. But you must persevere. And the word perseverance is true. If I don't believe it, well then one second later, I've turned back to my former state and become once more Lot's wife, the pillar of salt. Salt is a preservative. 
In the old days, the only way to preserve something is to salt it. Not so long ago, when I was a little boy, we caught fish, an enormous quantity of fish, because we didn't have these enormous fleets catching our fish, so we had fish to burn, literally burn. If they didn't get them, get in before, say, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, what did they have? They could either put it onto the dung heap and make dung out of it, or clean it up and salt it. So they cleaned it up and salted it. It would keep indefinitely, for we had no refrigeration. So you salted the fish. Now we could have salt flying fish, if you wanted it that way. But fish that were not consumed by sundown was discarded. Use it for bait the next day, or use it in the dung heap. And fertilize the fields with it. So salt is a preservative. So when Lot's wife was turned to salt, she turned back and went back to her former state. And that is all that it means. You look back and became a pillar of salt. You turned back to the state you said you would leave behind you. And looking back, you were salted. You were preserved in it. So turn away from what you really want to be. Turn back, you're going to be salted in it. So I ask you to leave what you are unless you like what you are. Just Portions of what you are today that you like. All right, wonderful. There are other portions that you do not like. Well, you don't have to give up the, everything in your living room when you rearrange the structure of it. Certain pieces that you'll keep. You may change this location, but you'll keep it. The same thing is true with the structure of the mind. You keep certain things and you let other things go. Take friends in your world who are not doing well, rearrange them in your mind's eye. And they're doing well. So... Put that part of the structure in your mind's eye. Rearrange the entire structure and dare to assume that it's true and walk in that assumption. And that assumption, though at the moment, is denied by reason and denied by your senses, if you persevere in it, it will harden into fact. This is the law of Scripture. That I came not to abolish, but to fulfill the Jewish law and the Jewish prophets. For there was no other scripture in the first century but the Jewish scripture. So the word Jew is not placed before it to qualify it, but the only scripture that he knew. He came to fulfill the Jewish law. He reinterpreted the law psychologically and showed them exactly how it's done. So go out and do not abolish anything. Simply Fulfill it. Fulfill the law and fulfill the prophets. The prophets, when they're fulfilled, that's done by sheer grace. That comes. That comes by prophets. And no one's going to stop it, may I tell you. But you could go on living in a state that you do not wish in this world. But in spite of that, you will still receive the promise. Because it isn't given to the one who is rich and deny the one who is poor. But why remain poor and bat your head out morning, noon, and night against the inevitable blows in this world? I hope you do not wish money for the sake of money. But if you need money, well, then apply this law. What would the feeling be like if it were true that I was now free of this pressure, free of it? Dare to assume that you are, and then persist in that assumption, and that assumption will harden into reality. 
So this is my lesson tonight. I think you have found it a very practical one. But I must remind you, you can either be the hearer of what you heard tonight and not the doer. It is my hope that you will be the doer of what you heard tonight. And that when you leave here, you leave here in the assumption, not wait until you get home. Leave here in the assumption that you are already the man, the woman that you want to be. And then between here and home, think of the man that you have assumed that you are and let that assumption spring in your mind constantly. You are that man. Go to bed in that assumption. Maybe this night, as it did with me in the army, something will come and a voice will speak. And when vision breaks forth into speech, the presence of deity is assured. And maybe you will have confirmation that what you have dared to assume is. I know in my case it came that way. But it will come whether it breaks forth into speech or not, if you persist in the assumption. Hello, beautiful soul. You've been listening to the Manifest with Neville podcast. My name is James. I run the podcast and the Neville Daily website. If you enjoyed this lecture, consider signing up to the Neville Goddard newsletter at nevilledaily.com. I also run a podcast on spirituality, mindset, psychedelics, and manifestation, where I have in-depth discussions with guests around manifestation, intention, Neville, the nature of reality, self-love, relationships, and connecting with your higher self, tuning into spirit. So if you're interested in listening to that, search for The James Xander Trip, or visit jameszander.com for more details. Links are in the show notes. Thank you so much, and I'll see you in the next episode. You've been listening to the Manifest with Neville Goddard podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please follow the podcast on Spotify and Apple to receive future lectures. And visit nevildaily.com to join the free Neville Goddard newsletter. And if you have a moment, please rate the podcast. Before you go, I want to ask you a question. Are you ready to fundamentally transform your reality and upgrade your consciousness? If so, join the in-depth immersive audio course Unlock God Mode, a guide to upgrade your consciousness to greater wealth, love, and success. This course is an in-depth exploration of your reality, a chance for you to get 30 mental upgrades, one lesson a day for 30 days that will shift your reality, upgrade your consciousness, dissolve limiting beliefs, and unlock the God mode of your personal reality. Each lesson is 15 to 30 minutes long and will guide you day by day on how to implement and test your creative power. If you're someone who wants to see real-world results with manifestation and the power of the mind, this course is designed for you. For a limited time, you can get a special discount by using the promo code GRATITUDE. Head over to unlockgodmode.xyz or use the link in the show notes. I hope you join me in this unique experience. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode.